everybody, this is the James Sutton Posse, recording live from my closet. That's right, I am recording live in the linen closet. Today, we have one of the great comedians of our time, a Mr. Ishmael Gaynor. That is right. I should have definitely looked up his credits before I actually started this intro, but that's okay, <laughs> because we're rolling that's anyway. That's right, we have no edits, we just keep it moving. The credits don't mean nothing. If I ain't funny, they don't care. That's a fair, <laughs> fair, fair point. With that said, yeah. Ishmael is an amazing comedian. I met him several times. We performed on a few shows together. Hilarious guy. He is also the host of a podcast whose name is currently escaping me right now. Ishmael, what is the name of your podcast? Talking Ish, po- Talkin Ish podcast uh, that I do by myself, and I do a podcast with Dory Dimples called Damn That's Funny. And I got to tell you something. I oddly enough, even though I can't remember the name, Talking Ish is actually really like I've listened to it. I'm following it on Spotify. I enjoy it immensely. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Appreciate it. But you should take no offense in that whatsoever, because all I let's put it this way: I am horrible with with remember. I can't even talk right now. <laughs> I am horrible when it comes to remembering names. Uh, I literally did not. I knew a guy for seven years. I didn't know his name at all. Uh, and then I had to ask him like seven years in, I was like, your name is, what's your name? He's like, John. And I'm like, and your wife? He's like, Mary. And it's like, Hilarious. okay. And then just moved away. You were away. definitely a comic. Cause a comic don't remember. I barely remember anybody's name. It takes me a, a good minute. Like it takes me like, maybe I'm going to say like my third or fourth time of like seeing somebody set that I'd be like, Jonathan, Mary. <laughs> well, it's kind of like how are you? Well, that's because I feel like comics. The beauty about that is, by the way, comics. Not only do we not remember names, but we also feel no shame in in yeah. not remembering them. But to yeah. me, it's less. It's almost like um, I don't. I'm not look. I'm not. I don't remember names, but I remember if you're funny. That's what it comes oh, like. Yeah. I will remember oh, people's yeah. bits. Like there used to be this guy. Um, I want to remember. I'm trying to remember his name and. I'm gonna butch. I might. I gotta look him up on Facebook. I think it's Royce Wynn. Not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, yeah, I remember Royce. Yeah, he yeah. runs the show Gold Smash. Or something he like is. Something. He is hilarious, and I haven't seen him since maybe what, like 2014 or something. But I remember this joke that he did at the. It was at a open mic called The Mask, like on the Upper mm-hmm. East Side in the city, and it was at. It was this whole thing about how. Uh, you know, he, I think he was joking about WebMD at the time and like how he started having a cough and he looked it up and like the whole thing just turned out like he was dying in the end. But when he Hilarious. did it, it was so freaking funny. And I think I bumped into him like like a couple years later. And the first thing that popped into my mind, I went up to him. I was like, I remember you from that bit. Like I was like, I think your name is Royce. I'm not sure, but I remember the bit very well. <laughs> so. <laughs> Nah, that's that's definitely a comic thing, man. We yeah, I I definitely remember the bits before I even remember somebody's name. I I didn't know who Derek Gaines was for a long time. I still don't uh, know who that until is. Until recently, <laughs> yeah, until recently, I didn't I realized who he was, but um, I remembered like two of his bits, and I was like, bro, I like you got a bit about. And he was like, yeah, man, I ain't did that bit in a long time. You know how comics are, right? <laughs> but yeah. No, but what I like is that they all they always question what the bit is, and yeah. then because I do the same thing. Like I still have stuff up on YouTube from like years ago, and when people mm-hmm. look me up, sometimes they see me on YouTube like that, and the first thing I'll say is, "Oh no, that's just old material." They, they didn't even say if they liked it or not. 
I was like, no, that's just old material. I haven't done that stuff in a long time. And the guy's like, no, we really enjoyed it. I was like, well, then you'll really enjoy this stuff over here. I'm like, no, you got you one really video. Like that's it. Got, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. man. So hold up. So let's talk for a few moments because, um, you know, let's just go right into it. Let's talk. I'm thinking either we could do DC Marvel right now. We definitely should have done a pre-interview, but I don't really give a damn anymore. It's cool. It's cool. We, 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 we know each other. We for, for those of... I just want to just say, for everybody who is listening right now, the pain that we went through trying to get this on the air was wow. absolute insanity. But we made friends along the way. For example, I met Amber, and she is amazing. Mm-hmm. For about three seconds, I heard her... And she sounded very nice. For all I know, you know, who knows? But she <laughs> seemed just, like a nice person. Her off-putting nature. She's trying to be nice right now, but then she's a killer in, in, in life. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I played. She's good. No, she's is, she, is, she, is she looking at you right now? Is that what's happening? No, no, no. We're not, I'm not, we're not in the same room right now. Uh, uh, blink twice. Uh, clear your throat if there's a problem. <coughs> not playing now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know why I said that because I'm basically, like I said, I'm in a linen closet. I can't do anything to help you right now. So good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Blink twice if anything's going on. You blinked. Well, good luck. (laughs) Blink, blink. Like blink out loud. Blink, blink. (laughs) But uh, so let's talk DC Marvel right now because that's kind of what, because especially with Comic-Con going on right now. Did you go to Comic-Con? I have not gone to Comic-Con. I've never been to a Comic-Con. I've only been to the comic book one. Which one? Like they do the, like, it's basically a smaller type of Comic-Con. Like, um, it's like comic book creators have their own con. So it's like, they're like really low. It's like, it's like you're basically getting in on the ground floor of a comic book, a brand new comic book. And um, you're usually buying them directly from the comic book creator. So I oh, that's amazing. Those. Yeah. And um, they have like the black one. It's like the black comic book con. And then they have like just one that's just a comic book con in general. It's like a bunch of different people. I've been to both of those. I actually did stand up at one of them at the black comic book con. Did you uh, really? The comic. Yeah, I killed too, man. I ain't gonna front. It was. <laughs> it's all black nerds. So it was all like, I was like, man, I was one of y'all. I just didn't make no comic books. I see. That's <laughs> basically. But well, the different the difference is yeah. I was gonna say you both are making no money right now, but the only difference yes. is you have a mic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Basically, basically. I see. That's amazing, though. I love the fact that you perform stand up at Comic Con. I would love to do that. That's got to be a. But you can't do the obvious. I feel like if you tried to like make fun of people's costumes, it wouldn't work out. No, no, no. I I didn't roast. I didn't roast at all. Like I was like. I came in, I wrote some jokes about uh, anime that made me upset or that I thought was funny. And then I had like a few, I didn't do like a long set. I did like maybe 35, which is not, I mean, like it's long for New York in general, but like I started somewhere else. So like, but like I did, I had like 35. So most of it was regular material, just like me doing stand up. Oh, nice. And then, um, then I had like maybe 10 minutes that was like, you know, I wrote for for comic book stuff. I just basically talked about the experience of being a nerd and being in a place that finally we all kind of accept each other, except that some people are racist. Do, well, that's, <laughs> that's, the only joke. that's the only joke I really could get off that everybody was laughing at. Like, yeah, people are racist. Like, <laughs> that was the only thing that we could really say, but yeah. No, but I actually want to say one thing. I, w- I was going to say I was going to disagree with you, but I'm happy I waited because that would have just sounded really weird. It's like, people are racist. I disagree. No, 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 no. That's not what mm-hmm. I'm saying. 
No. <laughs> I was going with more along the lines of... Um, what I disagree is that... Like, okay. I don't know when this started happening. Maybe this started happening, like, in, like, post-2010 when nerddom really started becoming, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And it become, started becoming more mainstream. See, I disagree with that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because... Like, I'll give you the best example. I was hanging out uh, with my sister the other day. And I saw on the back of her phone where it said, like, nerd power. Now, you don't know my sister. but Mm -hmm. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But I was going to (laughs) say, in no way is she a nerd whatsoever. My sister was, like, at the top of the food chain when it came to, like, high school and the rest of that stuff. So, and plus also on top of that, like... Not to say that popular people can't be nerds. It's also very po- that, that is a possibility, but you know, like I, I, this is this is the best example I could give. My sister for my birthday one time. This is when the Fantastic Four originally the the first Fantastic Four movie came out, mm-hmm. the one with Chris Evans oh, as the Human Storm, Jessica Alba, and everybody, right? And uh, I think at the time I was like I wanted to see the movie because I was obsessed with superheroes. So my sister originally told me she said you could you could do, we'll do whatever you want for your birthday. It's up to you. You pick whatever you want to do. I said, great. I want to go see this movie. So my sister goes, didn't you already see it? I said, yeah, but I want to see it again. She goes, we're not seeing it again. I said, but it's my birthday. (laughs) So she goes, no, I don't want to sit through a whole thing about superheroes. I'm like, but again, it's my birthday. So she goes, I'm aware of that. I said, are you? Are you really aware? (laughs) Because I want to see the movie. So you know what we wound up doing? We didn't see the movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. We went to sushi, which I guess is also fine. But <laughs> but it's not a superhero movie. So all I'm saying is, like, my sister is n- in no way in- immersed in nerd culture. Not like superheroes. She doesn't read comics. She doesn't watch the TV show. She doesn't watch the movies. She doesn't do any of that stuff. But yeah. for some reason, on the back of her phone, it says nerd. And I'm like, no, you didn't, you didn't suffer enough to have that stamp on the back of your phone. Did your sister wear glasses? No. Well, actually, she does, but she wears contacts. Which is even worse. Yeah, see, but no, no, no. That's probably why she felt like she was a nerd. She wore glasses for like two years in high school. And like, she was like, I'm a nerd. Yeah. No, you're not a nerd. You're not a nerd at all. You're just a regular person. With glasses. Who, with glasses. <laughs> you just have a vision impairing problem. You are not a nerd at all. You are just a regular person. I but, love that. I, I mean, to the, to the letter of the nerd law, I would not be considered a nerd. Because I was... Like I when when I would define a nerd when I was in high school was like um, like the kids who I was cool with the kids who would talk about anime and like comic books and all that other stuff, but I also had like a girlfriend. <laughs> like I don't want to like think it. it seem bad. I had a girlfriend. I was like a popular kid, so I wasn't like right. uh, like one of those kids. I wasn't like like when I think of a nerd, I think of a socially awkward kid. Who sees himself through the comic books? You know, like who sees himself as oh, absolutely, or like as um, Superman or any of those type of things. And so, like, it's like that's their prism that they connect with the world with. In other words, so, you could like, identify I wasn't with somebody. To that, huh? I said sorry to interrupt. I was gonna say, in other words, you could identify with the characters yeah. that you're reading. Yeah. Well, when I was younger, I thought, yo, know, I thought I was Static Shock for like. Three years, bro. That's a good choice. <laughs> no bullshit. Like when the when the cartoon came out, I think I was in fifth grade or sixth grade when the cartoon came out. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna say sixth grade. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say yeah. I was younger because this is when Pokemon was still popping. So I'm nice. Say like, 
Yeah, this is like uh, right. Wait, Kanto so region? Like, um, no, this is like they had made it to the Johto. Like they okay. had just started making it over to. Because uh, when I was, I was like, when I was younger, red and blue Pokemon was like the only version you could get, and then yeah. that was before the the. Then yellow came, came out. out. Yeah, then yellow came out, and it was all in color and shit, and everybody was wild. <laughs> but that time I was like in middle school. By the time the yellow came out. Honestly, no, I was like nice. in like fifth grade when the yellow came out. The next year, Yu-Gi-Oh dominated everything. No one wanted to go anywhere. No one wanted to do nothing else except Yu-Gi-Oh. The TV show was more popular than everything except probably Dragon Ball Z. Like, it was Yu-Gi-Oh was everywhere. I had all the cards, all of that shit. But like, I was like, but then after that, like, I started getting into cartoons. And like, you what know, was your top? I, I started. What was your big? What was the big cartoon? Oh, before before I forget, I did want to say because you said how you identify with Static Shock, right? Yeah. My question is, who's the guy that ever identified with Gear? <laughs> the the white dude who's friends with a black dude who's. <laughs> Tell you that. Who's, yeah, who's who's a little bit cooler than the black dude? That dude identifies with Gear. That's it. <laughs> that dude it. is the dude who. That's that, a very. Gear was actually. It's a very specific realm. Static, static Shock, you know. Like he was. he was cool because he had like all the tech, but in reality, Static was really. Uh, I was more of a Static. No, to me. No, no, you I'm know, talking about on the TV show, like on the TV. That's show, what I'm talking the about. Character, the white, the the the, the yeah. sidekick was like more confident. He was funny. No, but Virgil I'm gonna tell you. Like just a nerd. No, I'm gonna tell you who was the best character in that. It wasn't Virgil, mm -hmm. and it wasn't Gear. It was Virgil when they go into the future, and you mm -hmm. see like old Virgil like moving around. Yep. Yep. He was the cool yep. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he had went through all the years of being a nerd. So when he, he understood when he came out on the other side, like, of bro, course. I done saved the world. I done been, I'd have been partners with Batman. I'm in the Justice League. He's the leader of the Justice League, at, by the way. Not bad. <laughs> in that time period. Like, that's crazy. It's still... Know, it's a different dude. What, hands down the greatest scene in that episode, by the way, if we're talking about the same episode, mm -hmm. is when... Uh, Batman goes up and he's like, okay, don't worry. I'm going to get this information out of this guy. And he goes up to the fence and he just like hangs him over the, the rooftop. Yeah. And then old Batman just looks at me and he goes, I can't believe I was ever this green. And then you just like <laughs> step aside and he just walks over with the cane. And then you just see the next scene, like the guy's like, oh, when I was 10, I wet the bed and I did this and I did that. <laughs> I and you're like, that, yes. what, did what did old Batman do to him? And why did everybody just stand around? <laughs> Bruh, like you know, it's he got his ass kicked by an old man with a cane with probably like arthritis. That's that's good lord. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know what I would have loved though, and we're getting into like nerd go for crazy it. territory though. I would love to see Michael Keaton play old Batman. I know that they're saying he's going to come back in the Flash, but I think he's I would going love to, see to. Him do the Batman Beyond. Yeah. Oh, hold up. While <laughs> we're talking, I don't know if they're going to go that 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 far. But while we're talking, Michael Keaton, can we? Oh, you okay over there? I heard you coughing. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I was I was eating a cookie and it, it went down the wrong path. Hold up, you're e you're eating on my podcast, bro. I'm I'm yo. Look, you just caught me right after a show. I'm like, I gotta get something in this stomach. <laughs> I see. Well, in order to be funny. I see. What kind of what kind of cookie, by the way? Oatmeal raisin. I'm an old ass black dude, man. I'm old. That's a good choice. It's I like raisins. Wait, so hold up. So what was I saying? Um, what did I want to say? Well, we were just talking about... Oh, Michael Keaton. Yes. Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton hands down the greatest role. Not Batman. Okay? Mm -hmm. 
And I'm going to say this role right now. Spider-Man Homecoming, when he plays the, oh, vulture, the vulture, there's oh, yeah. one scene which, to me, is the greatest scene in a superhero movie. I don't care what anybody else says. Because to me, mm-hmm. it was it was such a perfect, perfectly done scene. It's when... This is a spoiler for a spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet. It came out in 2017, so shame on you. Um, I don't think we're supposed to shame people, but in this respect, I think I can. There's a scene <laughs> when they're in the car and they're going to the homecoming, and all of a sudden, Michael Keaton figures out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Also, spoiler yep. alerts, but that's on you. Um, yep. <laughs> and but the way he figures it out. It's just this scene. He doesn't turn around. He doesn't do anything. You just see his eyes flick into the rearview mirror. And you see him looking directly at Peter, who's looking at him. And you just see the eye just flash. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, he knows. And then you're waiting for it. And then... He's like, hold on. The tension gonna... is up to 30 in that, in that scene, too. It it's was, like, whoa. I was, the only other time I had this reaction when I was in it. All right. I was in my seat, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm shaking, li- literally shaking. And the only other time that ever happened was, and we're going to switch, com- we're switching fandoms right now for a brief second. Rogue One yeah. Star Wars, when Darth Vader shows up at the end and literally oh, massacres everybody. To the point, I was I saw that movie with my pop. To the point where my father literally looked at me and he's like, "What is wrong with you?" I said, "Are you not watching what's happening?" And the first words out of his ha- mouth was like, "I don't know how I'm related to you. If I didn't see it come out." It was hilarious. Lie. Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie of the whole entire franchise. Uh, I think it's my. I'm, I go that far. I was so blown away. I, but also, I had never seen any Star Wars movie in theater. In really? School, that movie. Yeah, never. Never my, had seen any in, in theater. My dad had the greatest line, which was when everybody died at the end of the movie. My dad's line was like, I guess they didn't have a good agent. They're not going to be in the sequel. <laughs> I'm like, that's true. I mean, they got some great ones because all of them, all of them, basically, they're like making a whole TV show about. Um, oh, yeah. About all of them, basically, like all of them before. I thought they did a bad job killing them all off. I thought that they should have at least tried to do a sequel. But I thought the boldness of them killing them off and then giving the Dark Vader scene at the end. Oh, oh God. it's beautiful. It was, and, it was Chef's Kiss. It was a good movie. It was a really good and it, movie, man. And it seamlessly yeah. goes into A New Hope, Episode 4, the original Star Wars, yep. where they bump into Princess Leia. Oh, Yep. I'm like freaking out in a closet right now. What what time is it? It's ten. It's after ten eighteen p.m. on a Sunday mm-hmm. night. I'm recording this, and I'm literally like busting in my closet right now. I got to rephrase that. Right. Doesn't sound right. I'm freaking out in my closet Hilarious. right now. Um, no, <laughs> no but, but I love that scene for two so reasons. Beautiful. One, I mean, I love that scene because my whole life, my dad, had, my dad used to like Star Wars, the original series, and he used to have it on VHS. Which was mm. weird that he used to have that. And then, you know, this is when people used to tape over. Like, they used to just buy tapes and record it on, like, VHS. Oh, like, yeah. On when, it was, when it was on TV. But then the next... So, after the trilogy, it was... The next movie was, like, The the, the Puppet Master or something like that. It was, like, a horror movie. Oh, God. Which is, like, so weird. <laughs> like, this shows how, like, the 80s in the 90s, they didn't give a fuck about nothing. Uh, of course. <laughs> they just didn't care. But... um 
I remember my dad used to say, like, Darth Vader is such, like, the greatest villain. And I never thought he was all that great. I thought he was just a... I just always felt like he was all hype. Not, like, I thought the Joker... The Joker, like, Jack Nicholson's Joker was much better and more intimidating to me. As oh, I love Jack Nicholson's than, Joker. Than, 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 um, Heath Ledger's Joker is, like, another level. I was an adult by the time that that movie came out. I think I was, like, 19 when that movie came out. But, no, no, but hold on. Uh, but Heath Ledger's Joker, here's the difference between the two of them, okay? Heath Ledger's yeah, Joker yeah. is definitely a psychopath. No doubt about oh, it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. but here's the difference between the two of them, okay? This is why I like Nicholson a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Look at the pencil scene versus the buzzer scene, okay? Heath yeah. Ledger, when he kills somebody, he just is like, oh, I got a magic trick, and then bam, I made the pencil disappear, and I killed somebody. Yeah, it's definitely badass, yeah. right? Yep. Jack Nicholson electrocutes a guy with a hand buzzer to the point where I think like his head went on fire and then just exploded. And I'm like, that was the Joker. And on top of that, that whole, like everybody makes fun of that scene where he like go, where like they start playing Prince, I think. And he starts going into Mm -hmm. the thing and he starts painting around. But the beauty about it is that's the Joker. He's that, like he could be that silly and he could be that terrifying all at the same time. It's almost like if you I don't know if you remember I think it was um, I want to say Death in the Family is that the one where he beat where he basically kills Jason Todd? Is yes, it Death in the yes, Family, yep, right? Yep, yep, yep. Where he he beats Robin with a crowbar and kills him, blows up mm-hmm. the blows up the uh, the warehouse and then he like becomes the ambassador to Iran so he could get diplomatic yep. immunity. I'm like no no rational mind would ever think <laughs> that and that's the joker. So that's yep. who I think that was like that was why I like Nicholson cuz he encompassed that joker that like I don't know what he's going to do next whereas the other guy I'm like this guy is an absolute nut job but I know he's going to try and kill somebody next no matter what he does. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, I I I thought they were No, 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 no. I I don't disagree with you at Both all. Both very I, good though. Yeah, though like I thought that, like, I always wanted to see, I always wondered if Heath Ledger didn't die, how would the movie would have been different? You know, like, like that's always my thing. Because hearing, uh, um, what's the guy who played the, he played, he was the big black dude, he's a martial artist, Michael, uh, Michael Jai White. He, he was talking yes. about Heath Ledger, and he was saying that his character technically wasn't supposed to die. So in that scene, his character doesn't die. It's supposedly is not supposed to die, but they changed the movie, you know, because when once he died. He, he died, they wanted to capture all of his performances and yada, yada, yada. And I believe that because it's just certain scenes. Well, first off, they would have never just left him hanging at the end of the movie. It would have had a definitive ending for the Joker without a doubt. Of course. But it's just now with his death, it kind of looms over the film a little bit and it makes the film, the performance even better because you're just like, damn, this nigga's really going there. Like he's just. The the scene with the, the interrogation scene, I thought to me is the best. The best scene, the best scene, yeah, because that like when the dude when he's punching them in the face, and I'm like, this dude is just lost it, like <laughs> like he's just laughing, and I'm that's like about as close as the Nicholson Joker that one gets. And that was as close Wait, as old man crazy. Batman that Static yeah, Shock yeah. got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, to wrap it all back to to that <laughs> that's about as close as it gets man but i would love to see a static shock movie like uh in general i would love to see one i don't know i know the popular question is who would they get to play him i don't know who they would I, that's an interesting question yeah but 
I, I don't know who they would. I think you would have to play. I wouldn't want to go the high school route. I would go with a college kid. I would want somebody more seasoned of an actor. But I mean, you could, you could, you, I mean, you could find a kid to play the role. I don't think it, it would be. But you hard. could do, well, you could do it purely because I look at Homecoming. Tom Holland as Spider Man is phenomenal, and he managed to get that boyish charm also. And you could find and he's also that twenty years old when he got the role. <laughs> so, yeah, but like, you know, listen, he looks fourteen. But All right, so get. 20. So get yeah. What they did they do that with the what what did I remember reading about um when they were doing with uh, Family Matters with Urkel I think like the older he got they were like trying to like make him look more and more like a bo- like a young boy to keep the character yeah. right yeah I'd say you do that with another twenty year old paying yeah, well, I mean, paying ten million the bucks thing, <laughs> the Urkel thing is funny because like he's a dude that he's talented he's got too old. Yeah, he yeah. got too old, and then they were still trying to be like, he's in high school. It's the same thing with Will Smith. Will Smith was, like, 25, 26. And they Jeez. was like, yeah, man, he's in, like, they didn't want to even graduate him from high school or nothing. They were trying to just keep him a teenage black rapper. Jeez. Like, Bro, he started the show when he was 17. Like That's nuts. They did. They went on for eight years. So, like, you know, he went, he was on so long. They started at 89. And Jeez. he was on in night. He on Tupac is on the show in two eyes before the show was done. Like, hold up, hold up. Crazy. You're, you're like flying up and down on the audio, Muffle. but but I do want to say one thing, Muffle, which Muffle. I no, it's all right, no worries. I do want to say one thing yeah. because we're talking about freshmen to Bel Air. Do you guys yeah. realize that the IRS? <laughs> I just realized this. The IRS is responsible for Will Smith's career, because if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. They basically like I think that was uh, after um, when he was was when he was still the Fresh Prince and Jazzy uh, and uh, yep. DJ Jazzy Jeff, mm-hmm. and then eventually they came up and it's like yeah okay well you got to pay back taxes and everything so they wound up doing the TV show so if it wasn't for the U.S. government IRS Will Smith would not have I don't know would he have gone for the TV show because that TV show made his career. You want to hear something even crazier? What's up? That show was not written for Will Smith. I'll give you something crazier. Uh huh. You want to know what's crazier? I think what the moral happened? of this entire story is just don't pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. wait, don't pay your taxes and have your back against the wall and see, you know. Do absolutely. We Kevin Hart did. Kevin Hart had the same situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wait, but huh, who was the, because uh, I interrupted you beforehand, who was the show made for? Uh, Kid in Play. No way. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, it was written for Kid in Play, for Kid from Kid in Play. And play was going to be uh, Carlton Banks originally, and kid was going. I mean, it was a different. It was not the whole entire script right. the same, but play was going to be the original version of Carlton Banks, oh, and kid man. was going to be Will Smith's character. Um, and then they did House Party, so that took them out of the the situation. For and House Party was actually written for Fresh Prince. And um, Jazzy Jeff. So it's like a weird situation of like how both films flopped off. And I mean, both different situations flopped off. Like they both were the same type of people. They were like, except one isn't a DJ. The other one's a rapper. That's So nuts. it's like the, both the dark skin dudes are like, one's a DJ, one's a rapper. But they were, um, <clears throat> they were just, well, first of all, also the dudes from, um, from Kid and Play, they were older. They were like oh, 26. Yeah. <laughs> they were like 26, 27 when the show started. So like, like 40 you know, years and then old. they had a cartoon and stuff and all the craziness. But yeah, 
they, they, they were, you know, they didn't curse. They, right, they, right, know, right. So I guess, it, I guess it was they had the child-friendly look, you know? So they was like, yeah, we'll just go with this. Well, let's put it this way. It all worked <laughs> out well in the end. So yeah, not both just Well, except for Aunt Viv, but it worked out pretty well. But uh, I think they all worked it out in the end, so I'm happy with that. But um, I don't yeah. know. I, I didn't listen to the Red Talk. I got to maybe listen to that eventually. But um, I, She was on the Red Table Talk? I thought she – I don't know. Was she? I, I thought they know, I, I thought they worked I know it all they out. Did the reunion. I know they did the reunion where uh, she came on the show and they had Will Smith talking to her and stuff like that. And uh, I know that they've, like, they've buried the hatchet from there. Uh, that's probably but, what I'm thinking of then. All right. No, I mean, no, she probably did do the Red Table Talk, and I just didn't, I didn't know. I could I, I'm not wrong. like a big, I'm, I'm a big Jada Pinkett Smith fan, but I just never really watched the Red, Red Table Talk like that. I just only watched the Snoop Dogg one. I thought that was the funniest one. I liked, uh, no, really, the only, the only interview show I've been watching recently is, uh, is Hot Ones, which. Oh, yeah, Hot Ones is great. Uh, Hot Ones is great. Hot I could ones... never do it, but Hot Ones is great. Are you kidding me? I, I have I I can barely food. Uh, spicy food. I can't even take a shot of alcohol without sitting up half the night. I'm gonna take. Hilarious. I'm gonna go through hot and spicy. You out of your freaking mind? I'm gonna sit there. They're gonna cart me. They're gonna wheel me out on the cart. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> but uh, I love that show because I love how he keeps asking serious, like the most obscure questions, uh, while they're like dying of heat, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But did you see the Coolio episode? No. Oh, man. Dude, you got to watch that. They literally have a scene at the end. You know how they do like the, the last dab? Right? Yeah. Where they do a little extra. Coolio just takes the entire thing and just dumps it on his, on his, like, on his, uh, on his wing. And he just eats the whole yeah, thing in one shot. And he just... I think it, afterwards, I remember hearing like an interview where the guy said, "Like, yeah, he was like passed out on the couch afterwards." I was like, "Damn!" I, well, I heard why. him did say. I heard him did say something about that. They was, I think, they were talking to uh, Margot Robbie or something like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I saw the Margot Robbie one. I was like, "Man, she's a trooper, bro." To power through that shit. I think they're all nuts. Uh, I want to know yeah. in what contract it said that I have to do that. That's. Like I could do I the think press junkets, I could do all that. Dissuade her. He was trying to dissuade her from doing it. He was like, "Yeah, nah, don't do, don't go any further." No, I'm <laughs> I'm talking about like, so like my if you look at like like the Marvel contracts that they probably do, those guys yeah. they got to do like press junkets. You got to go visit the hospitals. You got to do like everything, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm cool with all that, but hot. But in what part of the contract does it say I have to sit there and eat hot wings? That get hotter and hotter and hotter to the point where it's just acid going down my throat. <laughs> I mean, I guess cool. it's a part of the. I guess it's a part of the thing of being an actor. Because when I go, like, I don't. I've never been in big roles like that. So don't let me make it seem like I'm some huge actor out here. I've been in like. For those of you back, who are, I've been thug number three in a bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd like to point out. Oh, hold up. I gotta tell you. You want to hear my big role that I got one time? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So this is my favorite, right? So I got, um, I came home, so <laughs> I got, I was, what was it? I was on a TV show, I was on an HBO show, and my whole thing was like, I, I was going to be, like, you have to understand, for me, like, I grew up with all the Eddie Murphy movies, right? We all did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that and Peter Sellers and all that, and the one thing that they all had in common, it's all about the makeup. Like, you do stage makeup, all that stuff, right? So I always loved the idea yeah. of going into the wardrobe department, and they do, like, you know, you got the, you know, the, the outfits, the whole thing, like the whole shebang, right? So 
I was really excited mm-hmm. when I got cast. So I walked in on the first day and I was like, this is going to be amazing. I get the wardrobe. It's going to be hair and makeup. It's going to be amazing, right? So I could be like uh, Gloria Swanson in uh, Sunset Boulevard or whatever it was called, right? Like, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. So this, uh, <laughs> so I sit down. So the first woman got hair and makeup. The second guy got hair and makeup. And then I walked up and the guy looked at me. And he's like, no, don't worry about it, man. You're good. And I was like, well, what the hell was that? So found out that like my natural state would just look like homeless man number 37 from like the year 1986, which I'm pretty sure this was this guy's way of telling me I looked like a crackhead. I was like, <laughs> so I was like, I didn't okay. know. So I called up my mom and I was like, Ma, are you aware that we look like crackheads? And she's like, by the way, suggestion, never say that to your mother. That'll never fly well. Oh my God. But my mom had the greatest response. She was like, you know, it was like, we live in New York City. We could afford actual cocaine. I was like, I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> but she was just getting Hilarious. around. I was like, ah, what are you going to do? Oh, man. Oh, my God. But there you go. No. So, go for it. No, no, no. I was just saying in general, I've never been on, like, any big shows and stuff like that. But, like, the few stuff I've ever had to do interviews for, I'm pretty sure, like, they... You know, in their contract or something, they just tell them to go do a press junkie in general. And then they try, like, oh, you know, instead of them just asking the normal questions, they go, I'm going to go on this show hot once. That's what I'm going to do. And then it just, you know, they just go and do it. But I don't I don't know. like, Because now you see a lot more actors on podcasts, like regular-ass podcasts, than you see on um, the late-night TV shows. Shout-out to the James Sutton Posse. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to the James Sutton Posse. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the Sutton, the Sutton fam, uh, <laughs> the Sutton fam. Nah, but like, yeah, I just think that that's that's what it is. I'm just more surprised. My favorite episode I saw on Hot Ones was Holly Berry on Hot Ones. I didn't see that she one. Plowed through the fucking chicken wings like a beast, like a boss. She was like, she finished every wing. Her and Issa Rae finished every wing. No drink, Good nothing. Lord. Just like, oh, what the, what is this shit? Bring this shit. Issa Rae was like, "Yeah, okay. No. Oh, ooh, that was that was spicy." <laughs> what? No. All right, now um, Charlie's Theron also because Charlie's Theron apparently like used to competitive eat or something like that. You oh, good it? lord, that's awesome. I was gonna yeah, say so she was like, "Yeah, no, the best one." No, go ahead. The best one I was gonna say, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Watching. Oh, I didn't even. I don't think I watched the whole thing. I think I watched a little bit and I never got to the end of it. I liked Bill Burr, and I'm pretty sure didn't what's his name like? I think what was it? Uh, was it Bobby Lee or was it uh, who? No. I, I love watching stand-ups on there, so it's it's really good to see stand-ups on there. But I saw one guy. He no, who was no, not no. Um, Bobby Lee's. I think Bobby Lee was on there, right? You know, yes, he was. Bobby, he Bobby was. Bobby Lee, Joey Diaz was on there. They were uh, all great. No, you know Brett who else was on there as well. No, the other good one who had an amazing Bobby Lee's was hilarious, by the way, if you haven't seen it. But the one of the best ones, um, the guy uh, I I'm I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, who's the guy that made Fresh Off the Boat? Mm. Uh, hold up, I gotta look up his name. You said Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. It's the sitcom. Eddie Huang. Okay. Eddie Huang. He uh he was on that, and I think what he does is, if I remember correctly. He started off where he says how he's going to do um, his whole thing. I think, if I remember correctly, I think it was he was going to start with the really hot ones first and then just work his way down. 
And I think he started off with like the really hot one, and then that was it. He was like out of there. Hilarious. Hilarious. Why would you do that? Let's get this interview done with. Uh, it Let's was... get this interview done with. That, that's wild. Yeah, like the I whole thing was like two not. seconds. It's hilarious. If you get a chance to watch it, it's great. And then he went back, and he did pretty well. Mm. That's crazy. Not bad. So hold up. So let's go now. So we discussed nerddom. We discussed DC. We discussed Marvel. Let's do okay. what do we? What, let's let's pick a random topic right now. Let's do sports because we talked about that a little bit last time. Are you a sports guy? All right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge sports guy. I do know almost every basketball player and football player, but outside of those two sports, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not big on any other sport. Like, I don't know any baseball players, basically, outside of Aaron Judge. All right, fair uh, enough. And maybe, like, Albert Pujols, but I don't even think he plays baseball anymore. Uh, I, yeah. I love uh, <laughs> I love football. I told you my theory last time. I'm going to say it again because now we're recording. But yeah. this is my theory about why I love football, okay? So mm-hmm. you watch basketball, right? Like, if you are you a fan yeah. of the Knicks? I am definitely a fan of the Knicks. All right, so basically we're dealing with, like, constant disappointment all the time. Right. So except last year, but yeah, any other every almost every other year. Well, basically. hold up. Let me ask you a question. Did we win? We did not win the championship. And no, thus constant disappointment. So basically <laughs> Yeah. I had no expectations of them making the playoffs or them doing anything last year outside of, of them being about aside of us possibly getting the number one overall pick and then we won a bunch of games. And we were the fourth seed, so I was really happy with just getting into the playoffs in general. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, but. I, I saw we got into the playoffs, and I was just waiting, going, how are we going to screw this up again? Uh, no, but to me, what I love about football is, like, when I watch the Knicks, okay? I'm going into basketball mm-hmm. for a sec. You get frustrated sometimes when you're watching your team, and especially when, like, you say, oh, man, I yeah. just win a game. Just freaking win a game. That's all I'm asking. And you, like, you literally just sit there just like, you know what? Just Someone just chuck the ball at this guy. Like just Hilarious. someone just tack them, and you know what I love about football? If your team is losing and it's frustrating you, they get tackled. Yes, <laughs> it's the most satisfying thing. You watch the guy; it's just like, hey, you know what? I can't stand this guy. I can't believe. Freaking just pick up, just pass the ball, and next thing you know, what happens? Bam! He gets tackled, and you go, "That's right." <laughs> well, should. in basketball, sometimes, sometimes there'll be a fight. But yeah, not but, as much as it used to be. It used to be a fight much more often. Like, a, you saw more pride on the court. Not that, like, a fight doesn't mean that you're more prideful, but, like, you'll see yeah. more, like, getting chippy. If, like, if a team is blowing you out and they're pulling up for threes, you it was, it was like, you were going to see somebody. Yeah, yeah the shoulder bump. Scrapping. Yeah, you just oh, see yeah. that, you that shoulder that. bump when you're walking by and everybody go, hold me back, hold me back, but nobody's holding them yeah. back. It's like I feel someone like hold me back. Like about two, that ended like about 2012, 2012, 2013. That type of NBA was gone. Yeah. I think once the once once teams was getting suspended, like half the teams were getting suspended for fights. It was just like they was like, yeah, we're not having this at all. That's so well, then all of that. Yeah. So then you start seeing the Warriors just putting up a hundred points in in two quarters. Yeah, go <laughs> figure. About a half, bro. Yeah, that's but, why. That's why you should just watch hockey. Because oh hockey, I, so the best part about hockey, by the way, so when I was younger, my aunt used to get all these hockey tickets for the company yeah. that she worked with. So they get like really good, like, uh, like right up, like, you know, right in the front row, um, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think, what was it like ringside seats? And um, 
we had, uh, I remember like we were sitting down and I, I must've been like five at the time, but I remember mm-hmm. like my aunt just sitting there looking and she goes, wow, these hockey players are like, they're really good looking. And my dad looks over and goes, yeah, but none of them have any teeth. And one guy just goes <laughs> right by, smiles at my aunt, and he had like a mouth of like no teeth whatsoever. And she like, ah! And, Hilarious. And I just remember laughing my head off at that. Uh, oh, have you great. ever gone to a live, I mean, outside of a live hockey game, have you ever gone to a live football game or no? I haven't been to a live football game. I've been to baseball, basketball. I've been to hockey. And the one which I really want to go to because I'm a very big fan of the sport is curling. Curling? Yes. Like from out overseas? No, no. They don't really do curling in America, I'm guessing. No, no, no. We do curling, baby. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, no. If we do curling, baby, we do curling over here. Okay. At least I think so. I don't know. I just watched the clips on YouTube, and I assume it's somewhere in here. Hilarious. Nah, um, so I went to a football game, right? Go for it. I took this girl out. I took her to watch the Redskins. I was living in D.C. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go watch the Redskins game. But I bought the cheapest ticket. The <laughs> cheapest ticket to watch the Redskins. It was the Redskins versus the the the, the um, Eagles, which normally tickets are like 100 bucks because it's like basically that's their rival. That's one of their biggest rivals. Absolutely. So I'm like, all right, it's going to be a crazy amount of tickets. It wasn't. The ticket was $7. So I'm like, ooh, you know, I was like, y'all, I'll pay 7 bucks. We'll go and we'll watch it. We'll watch the game. Funny thing is, is her uncle has season tickets for this football game, for, for the same game. So while we're going into the stadium, her uncle's like, oh, you should come sit with us. And she's like, no, 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 I'm going to come sit with him. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is what's up. So I'm taking her up. We're taking her. We're going all the way up. All the way up, all the way up, all the way up. We're beyond the nosebleeds. (laughs) The funny thing is the ticket that we have is so bad. It's a standing room only ticket. I love it. I love it. I did not know that they even did that. I thought that it was all seats. So I'm thinking like we're just getting the worst seat. No, it was like all the way at the top. We had to walk all the way up. It was so funny because... She was cool. She was cool with it. She didn't care. She didn't care about. She just liked football. So she was just like, "Oh yeah, like I'm just happy to be here." But I was sitting there in my head, like embarrassed, like, "Bro, I could have spent thirty dollars on some tickets, bro." Like, no, but <laughs> but the ultimate. I could have spent thirty dollars. <laughs> no, the ultimate yeah. would be is if you look down and you just see her uncle just waving at you from the bottom. <laughs> Hilarious. No, we ended up sitting next to them, man. We ended up like getting up and then going down there, and we sat next to them because the game got tight, and um. Uh, the Redskins lost in the last play, but oh, it was man. a it was a good game. It was a really it's so weird how I was like a really known DC dude because I'm like walking through the stadium. Not like I'm not was not like I'm not famous or anything like that. But like you know you do stand up, you see people so occasionally. Of so course, like I was I'm like coming out and I saw like 50 people like as I was walking, just like mad people, just like ish. You in town? Oh my God! What's up? And I'm like, Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It was so funny. I was like, I just, I looked like the man. That's how you like, got to do it, though. Just, yeah, but I bought seven dollar tickets, so it it didn't really help. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that well, didn't really help. But it. it's still no. Yeah. But that's but that's how you got to do. It. The best thing that I like to do is because, like, again, like like you said, when you're a comic, so you get yeah. like a hundred mutual friends with everybody. So. Yep. What I used to love to do is, like, if I was going on a date, 
I would always like take him down to the village because I always knew like if I walk up McDougal, I'm going to know people. And it always looks like, you know, but I would never, this is like, I would never tell people like I was a comedian in the beginning. So I just started walking mm -hmm. down and then eventually like they'd say like, what do I do? I was like, yeah, I work in entertainment. I do like, you know, writing, things like that. So I'm walking down McDougal and I hear like, you know, one guy say, hey, James, how you doing? James, so good to see you. Sign comedy, baby. How you doing? So as I'm walking by, right? And then she's looking at me. Mm -hmm. She's like, who the hell is this guy? So I still, you know, and then I said, don't worry about it. I just keep walking. So we, we walk around and then she goes, so one time this girl goes, um, so wait a minute, how do all these people know you? I said, Dad, don't worry about it, it's nothing. You know, I'm in entertainment. She goes, really, you're in entertainment? I said, yeah, 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 it's fine. The best was one time, um, I like to switch it up a little bit. So I was walking by and I hear all these people say like, hey, James, how you doing? So one girl goes, how do these people know you? I'm like, well, they owe me money. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> He's like, what? Man. So what I like, though, is she started wondering, is like, wait a minute, what type of business is this guy in right now? <laughs> oh, my God. I used to, I'm, I'm like real, I don't know, when I used to talk to girls like on the street and women on the street and stuff, I used to like, honestly, I used to tell them straight up that I was a stand-up comic. I used to, I don't know, I was really wore it bold because I used to, it's a psychology thing. When you tell people you do comedy, it's like, they take it more serious, I guess, or something. I don't know. But I guess also when you get off stage and, they, you know, I'm 90% of the women I've ever, like, dated since I've been doing stand-up is through stand-up. So, <laughs> like, I've met them at, uh, at a show or, like, going to a show or coming from a show or through a friend. One or the other. That makes like, sense. Yeah. Wait, is that yeah. how you met Amber? No. No. She stalked <laughs> me at my job. That's a real story. She stalked me. I used to work at Dwayne Reed. And she worked, she lived across the street from my house, from my job. I see. And she used to come in every day buying bread. At and I was like, Reed? this woman, yeah, she used to buy loaf of bread every day. And I would be like, bruh, how much bread is this chick going through? I thought she had kids or something. I was like, man, she got to have like eight kids. Is she buying bread every day? She has and a lot of sandwiches. Nah, it, was, it wasn't that. I think she was just like. I think it, I don't even know what it was. It was just like she bought like bread like four times in one week, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then my um, my coworker was like, "I had just broken up with the girl I was telling you I went to the D, uh, to mm -hmm. the DC thing with for the seven dollar thing." So <laughs> for the seven dollar ticket, I didn't see that one working out. <laughs> I mean, it could have worked out, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Oh, uh, <laughs> it could have. Like. It, a different story for a different podcast it is what it is but, uh, nah, so so um my co-worker was like yeah man that girl likes you and so when she came in she would wait for my line so i was like okay all right cool so i but it was a lot of girls in there checking me out and stuff it was what it was she came in i just was uh talking to her i started talking to her and then um my co-worker was like yeah let me give you his number and then Amber was like, oh, okay. Then I gave her my Instagram. Like, bitch, don't give her my number. What's wrong with you? This girl could be crazy. She bought she bought bread <laughs> four times in one week. What the <laughs> hell you mean? Like, this girl could be a psychopath. Like, and so I gave her my Instagram. And then we started chatting. And then uh, she came to my job one day. She came to my job like the next the next day. I was going to um to do Love a road it. gig. I came back. She came to my job. And then we went to go to my um for me to pick up money from a venue. And after that, I just been dating ever since. See, I like how that <laughs> I like how that story progressed, though. 
First she sees yeah. you have a job, then she sees you're collecting money, and then she says to you, you know what? This is the guy for me. Hilarious. She was she was already sold when it, she just saw me. I was bossing people around at work. She was just came in it. like she was like I was the assistant store manager. So like I was just like I rarely ever worked. I hated working. I do not like working a regular job. But I was in there just <laughs> bossing everybody around. Like, yeah, man, I clicked at this shit. What is this stuff on the floor? I'm like yelling and shit. I'm dealing with customers mostly. And like, I guess she saw me that. I don't even remember the first time I saw her. I just remember like the second time she came in there for a loaf of bread. And she was asking me specifically, like, where's the bread at? And I'm like, you just got <laughs> bread yesterday. Exactly. What the hell do you mean, where's the bread? We need more. So it was funny. Yeah. Wait, so do you still have, like, in your house right now, do you just have, like, a, a closets full of bread still? Or did the bread Hilarious. buying stop? Hilarious. Yeah, no, I, she doesn't even eat bread. <laughs> Wait, That's what? a psychopathic thing. She just barely eats bread. Well, then she why not just eat. buy something that you're going to use? Yeah, I, I, that's what I was like. That's what I always wanted. Like she used to buy some snacks occasionally, stuff too. But she bought mad bread. And I, I know what like, it is. You didn't even eat. I don't know. Maybe because no, we got into a relationship. I figured it out. No, I figured it out. She see, we're just like making fun of the bread thing right now, but we're just basically a bunch of jackasses <laughs> because in reality, what she was doing, she was probably like giving out like sandwiches and stuff to like the homeless people and helping people out. I like how you're trying to make this a good thing. She was definitely a psychopath <laughs> coming, at, <laughs> coming at me for the bread, but she was like, yo, I'm out here <laughs> buying bread. And she did not use that bread at all. She probably was giving it to her neighbors. Maybe That's so, it. but I, nah, nah. She, but not, but you know what? I think once we got into a relationship, her palate got better. So she stopped That's like it. eating sandwiches and stuff. Her neighbor. I just, still eat sandwiches, but she doesn't really eat sandwiches like that. Her neighbors probably got very annoyed when you guys got together because they're just like, we just no longer get any bread for free now. Yo, so, so you don't got why. no Wonder Bread no more? <laughs> that's all she used to buy was Wonder Bread. I used to be like, what the fuck is going on here? It's not bad. So it was funny. Yeah. Not too shabby. All right. Yeah. Listen, on that note, we are coming up. I believe we're about at the end right now. So I'm going to lay two questions on you right now. You ready? Okay, we're going to cool, wrap cool, up cool, on this. Cool, cool. Okay, so we talked about superheroes beforehand and the rest of that. So mm-hmm. my question to you is this. Uh, there's a lot of reboots going on right now with movies, and especially let's talk DC for a second, okay? Okay. Do you think, and we're just taking random guesses right now with The Flash, should they reboot The Flash, and they already are, but should they do it like as a way like they're going to reboot the entire uh, the entire DCEU where they're going to change all the actors and all the uh, all the actors in the entire series? Should they basically go for that route or should they just say like whatever, we just keep doing what we're doing? I mean, I honestly think that here's my what I would do and what I think they're going to do. What I would do is I would do two simultaneous universes. Uh, going on at the same time. Meaning I would have That's the Snyderverse cool. on HBO Max and I would have that Flash, that same Flash in between both universes. Like uh, like two different timelines of a Flash. You know, like younger Flash here, older Flash there. Or if they want to recast it, they can take the, the Flash from the TV shows and put him in, in as that. But that was what I would do. What I think they're going to do is is I think that I think that because of the Snyder versus um, hold on um, 
on, on the DCU. DCU because their fandom is so strong. I think they're not. I think they're going to go the lazy route and they're going to try to recast some roles, but I don't think they're going to go. They're going to. They got to keep Gal Gadot because she's. She's. They have to keep her. Yeah, she's the only one who's like who Uh, is on game with the new with the new wave. I mean, her and Aquaman is going to stay with regardless of whatever's going to happen. Hold up, hold up. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. the greatest one of all, Shazam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's not really Snyderverse though. He's no. Zack Snyder did have something to do with his films, but Correct. Uh, but um, but I understand what he's you're technically saying, yes. not Snyderverse. So like he's like the would, would be the new DCEU, but because um, they technically haven't assembled yet. Like Fair the enough. Justice League just assembled, like basically through the last Justice League movie they assembled, but like. They haven't done what would be part two or three or any of that stuff that they were supposed to do now. But I would love to see. Um, I mean, I just I hoping I'm hoping that they should just go forward with Robert Pattinson as Batman. And um, if they're going to cast a new Superman, go ahead and do it. And but I just think that they need to nurture the Snyderverse Absolutely. as well. It's just too much attention. Too much money could be made. Off of them in this, it's already like all of these. They got they trending every day. Restore the Snyderverse. It's like been trending every day, basically or every like week, at least once a week. So like, I'm hoping. I mean, they're gonna try to do the Michael Keaton thing where to to, to bridge the gap, but apparently mm-hmm. he's not supposed to have a a big role moving forward. It's supposed uh, to be like cameo appearances, and probably they're gonna try to do something like another Justice League. Um, type of thing but i don't know how they're gonna do it how would they wrap all of these stories together who would they even pay to to oversee all of this i just think it's gonna be um okay a difficult task to go to move forward i think the flash film is gonna be great though i think they're gonna give us everything that we wanted from if if ben affleck was gonna have his batman movie his own batman movie and um yeah yeah but I heard that they're saying they're not going to kill off Ben Affleck's Batman, though. That's what I heard on I saw online. So, well, let's hope for the best. But. Now, follow-up question. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm kind of freaking out right now because I think my computer might have frozen, but that's okay. We keep going. Uh, follow okay. follow-up question. Uh, you could pick any superpower, but not like be a superhero, but like you could pick any mm-hmm. random superpower whatsoever. What you going with? Quickly, top of your mind. Uh, anyway, uh, just one or just one or two. Just one. Okay. Um, flight. Cool. Okay. I'm going to go with Plastic Man's powers. So Hilarious. Hold on, hold on. So I could get take a whole superhero's combination of powers? Yeah, well, technically, he only has one power. If I was going to take any combination, I'd be Shazam. Okay? Oh, well, if he was going to do the Plastic Man thing, I mean, you're basically Monkey D. Luffy now. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. All right. Rubber, rubber powers. I'm playing. Now, fi- these are two different properties. Oh, final question for you. Ready? Okay. Ishmael Gaynor, thank you for joining the James Southern Posse. <laughs> That's right. Tell us, where can we find you? What's your handles? Where can we stalk you? Just like your Amber did previously. Give us your top. Yes, yes, please. Uh, slide in the DMs, please. Accept all nudes, everything. Uh, at Funny Guy Ish. Oh, good luck. Um, is my Instagram handle, uh, and it's also on Twitter as well at as Funny Guy Ish. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, by my name, Ishmael Gaynor. And, um, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, I have a website, IshmaelGaynor.com. 
Uh, you can listen to my podcast, Talking Ish Podcast, on, on Spotify, any anywhere that you can listen to po- um, podcast platforms. You can follow it, download it. You know, what I'm saying do either do that type of good stuff. And yeah, all right, sounds good. Ishmael Gaynor, yes, once again, funny comedian. If you haven't heard of him, check him out. And if you haven't heard of him and you're still listening to this whole thing, then you're a very bad listener. And on that yes. note, this is the James Southern Posse, and I'm slightly freaking out because I see bars across my screen, and I'm hoping to God that this thing saves after a freaking hour in a closet. Because <laughs> if this doesn't save, we got more problems. And the sad part was I was about to save it right before when see? So we're about to see what's going to happen with this. Ishmael. Let's pray to God, baby. And on that lovely note, thank you for joining the James Southern Posse. I got no ending for this. And we out. And we out. Okay, now I got to figure out how I'm going to shut this thing down. Son of a biscuit. All right. Ishmael, feel free to hang up. <laughs> I'm a mute. I'm a muted on my end. You're going to mute on your end. I'm going to slowly close my computer. Let's hope for the best. Are we still recording? Yes. Oh, thank God. It's still here. Yes. Okay. And now we're done. Bye.